Toast to Rom-Coms. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we are here to talk about number two on the very old, I know, I got really, I thought you were throwing <laughs> an epileptic fit over there. No, I'm doing peace signs, man. Okay. Or er, number two signs, but also peace signs. <laughs> well, um, on the very old Rotten Tomatoes top 50 rom-coms of old all time we are super excited because that means we only have one left on this shitty ass list and we can move on to bigger and better things yes aka netflix rom-coms yes um but number two on the list today is the big sick and i'm gonna hand you over to my wondrous co-host allison what do i do now (laughs) Oh, say something. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, <laughs> great, 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 great. So the big sick. I think I do this now. The big sick came out in 2017, and it stars somebody that I love, um, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, and Zoe Kazan or Kazan. I would say Kazan, like okay. Kazam, but like Kazan. Kazan. Yeah. Okay. Holly Hunter. And Ray Romano. Those are the four main peeps in it. And so it was directed by Michael Showalter. And it was written by Kumail Nanjiani. Mm -hmm. And his wife, spoiler alert, Emily Gordon. So did you know that this was based on a true story before you watched it? I did. Okay. I did. Because it's going to fuck with do they stay together. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a short one this week. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Cool. Uh, So to go along with this one, Allison picked the cocktail, the draft. And I had never seen this movie before, but she had. So she understood this meaning of the draft in the movie. And I didn't notice until... Um, I was looking at the trivia that a draft is actually on the cover of mm-hmm. the DVD. Mm-hmm. You, you're giraffing it, as the nurse said, which I thought was really funny. I did too. <laughs> Even though I had no idea what it meant, it was nope. good. Yep. <laughs> um, but so the draft, I thought it was cute. Like the nurse said it, but then to me, he brought her a draft stuffed animal because like the dad was talking about a draft and it was like a bond between the family and him. So I like that you picked this drink. Um, sure did it on purpose. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I didn't like the coma drink, the coma cocktail. Oh, that's terrible. Because, you know, yeah. hospital, comedian, whatever. So giraffe. Yeah, that works. And it's a, it's supposed to be layered and mine is kind of layered. So the Mine Allison, is not. Allison's just looks like straight cranberry juice. You can look it up on Instagram. You can see it is not layered. So that's, you pour in Midori and then a shot of Midori. I'm so excited. Allison loves Midori. <laughs> no. Um, a shot of vodka. Fill the top of the glass with pineapple juice, and then you float cranberry juice. So it's supposed to be like green, yellow, pink. And mine is like pink with the bottom of yellow, and Allison's is just pink. Yeah. So we're going to see what this tastes like. 
The I'm, green definitely did not stay at the bottom. Not at all. So even even before, whenever we had just added the pineapple juice, the green floated to the top mm-hmm. and then was just totally overtaken by the red. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cheers. It's good. It just tastes like pineapple juice to me. Yeah, I can I get some tart cranberry juice in there. This Wait. seems like it would sneak up on you. Yeah. Two shots in it. And uh, I get I guess the Midori is not gonna be super alcoholic, but I mean it's still alcoholic. So Yeah, it does. It does say fill pineapple juice. Because mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is a big drink, but hmm? it's supposed to be served in a hurricane glass. Is that a big glass? Yes, it's like a 22 ounce glass. Holy shit. Yeah. But that's, it's not a lot of alcohol for the amount of juice that's in it. True. It's 22 ounces. Yeah. So interesting. So talk to me about your impressions of this movie. Well, let me give you a summary first. I feel like you can really handle this. It's fine. We always forget something. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, speaking of forgetting something, do you want to give our martini glasses for the Philadelphia story for our just loyal listeners that were really missing that at the end of last time? I haven't listened to it yet. It's really funny, actually. I really enjoyed it. But I have no idea what we talked about for any of that movie. The last 20 minutes were us slurring back and forth about (laughs) nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, Philadelphia story. I would say I have to give a four point five out of five for it. Um, and I give the four point five. I take off half a point because I didn't appreciate how um Catherine Hepburn's dad came out unscathed and with people apologizing to him when he was an asshole, a cheating asshole. You're not gonna like this. I give it a three. Ooh. And especially even after I've let it sit for a while, I give it a three because I just super like this. I wasn't big into the story, like the love quadrangle. Yeah. You know, quadrilateral. That one. I don't know. It felt the disjointed. Love it all. (laughs) That worked. I liked it a lot, actually. (laughs) I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like how after a day, Jimmy Stewart was ready to marry. And, you know, what really continued to bother me was that the photographer was and him were together. Mm-hmm. So that's my reasoning and I'm sticking to it. Okay. So. All right. Moving on with our lives. Yep. Philadelphia story. Check. Yep. Uh, but I will give a summary on this. This movie. This is a summary of the big sick. This is a summary of the big sick, not the Philadelphia story. So don't get confused. Yes. Uh, The big sick is a true story about Kumail Nanjiani, who is from Pakistan with a very strict Pakistani family. And he falls in love with a white girl in Chicago. And this girl named Emily uh, gets very sick and goes into a coma. And he tries to help as much as he can. And then is after they broke up after they had already broken up that's good whose fucking summary is this get out i'm sorry um and then so he goes to the hospital after he finds out that she's been admitted and she's really sick and then he has to call her parents because she's in a coma which he signed off on and um eventually she does wake up and then um you know the end happens the end happens 
I would like to point out that she went into a medically induced coma. So it was the good coma. The good coma. It was a good type of coma, not the bad coma. I am very interested to know whether you liked it or not. I did really like this okay. movie. Good. Because there's, there are some really heavy parts. So I didn't know. Like, I was just wondering the whole time. Like, I wonder if Marie's going to like this. I did like it. Like you said, there are a lot of heavy parts. Like the middle hour and 20 minutes of the movie <laughs> are pretty heavy. Um, but I found that it was always like tinged with humor. So it doesn't become overwhelming. Yes. You're not like, I, I can't ever watch this or I never felt like I was going to cry or anything. I got a little emotional. Um, oh, I got a little emotional. It might have been with his stand-up routine whenever he really bombs. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. That was that was tough to watch. And I kept asking because there so my husband loves Kumail Nanjiani. He watched all of Silicon Valley and Kumail has also been on um comedy Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast that's really funny. Um and Kumail's on it a lot. Um, so James is like really big into his comedy and he was telling me like a bunch of behind the scenes kind of stuff, like how all this stuff actually happened. You know, Kumail's like really is into X-Files. His first podcast ever was on the X-Files. I'm pretty sure with his wife, Emily, Mm -hmm. spoiler alert. Um, but I kept wondering, like, did he really do that stand up, or is that like a dramatization or? Well, they did like some of the stuff. The trivia was on that stuff. Like okay. I read that Emily's parents are very different in the movie than they are in real life. The Emily's parents cheating never actually happened. Kumail was never kicked out of his family. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like some of the stuff was just purely dramatization okay. or I think that I read that the cheating subplot was suggested by Judd Apatow so okay good to know yeah so the i mean it's not all true yeah okay yep that clears some stuff up so our very first category we're going to talk about here of a rom-com is unbelievability which this movie was very believable (laughs) because it is based on a true story Hmm. So this might be two very short categories this yes. week. Um, I'll tell you what I thought was believable and something that stood out to me that was absolutely hysterical mm-hmm. was whenever she got up at three in the morning at his place. I loved that. And had to take a shit. I have mm-hmm. to. T- she said, and I quote, I have to take a massive fucking dookie. <laughs> Because she just wanted to leave the apartment because she couldn't poop in the apartment. And I was like, that is such a girl thing to do. And I totally understand. Yeah. It's so. And she's like, I'm going to go to the diner and get a coffee. And it was three in the morning. (laughs) And then she kept defending herself. He's like, this is sleep time. (laughs) She's like, who doesn't keep matches in their bathroom? I do not. I don't. Is that a thing that people do? listeners email us give us your thoughts on that or just reply to like instagram or something yes about matches in the bathroom is it just because of like the sulfur smell when you strike a match like what is that i 
I guess so. That's uh, weird. Maybe it's just, I mean, 2012 is not that long ago. 17. Where did I get 2012 from? Your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, I have no idea where you got 2012 from. Uh, so, like, poopery was out back in 2017. Mm-hmm. I have poopery. It works. My, it does. It actually is a very nice lemony scent. There was some at, at work in, yeah. the, in the staff bathroom. I happened to have a candle in one of my bathrooms. No, actually two of my bathrooms, but one, because one of my bathrooms has my bathtub in it and you got to have candles by the bathtub. Two is my powder room is Harry Potter themed and it's a Harry Potter candle. That makes sense. It's not for poop. Unless you're a guest and you need to go and then you can go ahead without fear of Mm, repercussions. Well, not the Harry Potter one because that's memorabilia. I, I didn't don't say, fucking light my harry potter candle if you're in my house i i no i'm just saying that you can poop in that bathroom <laughs> oh. that's all i'm saying did i ever tell you about the story how i was having somebody redo my basement floor and they pooped in my powder room and got it clogged and my master bedroom is like right by the powder room and that was awkward to hear he was in the bathroom for like 20 minutes trying to get it unclogged <laughs> you needed to like Drop a plunger by the door, knock and run away. (laughs) (laughs) So he opened up and was like, it's the plunger fairy. I did hear it. I heard some, I heard some success. I think it would, it seemed to be okay, but I was like sitting in my bedroom with my dog, like looking at her, like, what do I do? (laughs) Thinking that she was going to speak back to me. (laughs) Yeah. These socially awkward situations that you don't anticipate. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I saw a little bit of green at the bottom of your glass Did whenever you? you went to take a drink. Oh, yeah, there it is. Just a little bit. Tiny, tiny bit. But it's there. Mine's not there. No. I'm sure it tastes the same, though. It does, I'm sure. I wonder if it will at the bottom. Like whether it's going to be Midori heavy? Yeah. Probably. So maybe it's going to have the mixed one. <laughs> uh, do you have any unbelievability? Um, I do. I see your daughter colored on your Yes, she notes. did. It was just like random pages. So Great. There it is. Um... I don't know, like, if this was me, and I know it's believable because it actually happened, but his apartment was terrible. Oh. And if he had brought me there with an inflatable mattress, I'm not quite sure I would have gone back a second night. He would have had to have been really charming. And then the fact, like, this I actually could not believe. She called an Uber and it was him and they were in the same room. I thought it was hilarious. It was the best rom-com coincidence. Yeah, it was. I was thinking about that and I was wondering if it was because he had his thing switched on and it was just like a distance thing, like their phones were that close. So that's why I was like, maybe it would be a thing. Like their locations of them are so close that maybe like GPS would have been like, oh, this makes the most sense. That's how I thought Uber worked. Right. So maybe 
that would actually happen because they're in the same room. <laughs> and she called an Uber and he was like right there. I know. It was just like I couldn't believe that it would actually happen. It was really. I liked it though. Yeah. Um, The one man show. Yeah, that was bad. I couldn't tell if he was trying to be funny or not. Or was it educational? Right. It it seemed more educational to me than funny. Mm-hmm. So I was really confused about the purpose. Yes, I agree. One thing that I thought was unbelievable is anybody loving the abominable Dr. Fibes. Fucking hate that movie. I'm sure I've seen it somewhere, but I have completely blocked it. It's better that way. I've seen one and two. Yes, there is a sequel, and it's just as bad. Maybe worse. Um, yeah. I think, um, like, most of this was really believable, though, um, because the uh, I guess this would be a good segue into Obstacles, if you don't have any more, but like the fights and everything that they had super believable because these are really tough issues. They are. And the only thing, maybe two more. One, the dad opens a conversation with Kumail at the cafeteria with 9-11. That was hilarious. Was like, <laughs> it was uncomfortable, but very funny. It was, it was funny. But I was like, is anyone really going to open up with that? I get it's a stressful situation. <laughs> and he played it off so well. Like, yeah, it was a tragedy. 19 of our best people died. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, it was great. The awkward kind of banter and like how the humor played in it was just really good the whole time the good versus bad coma you got good bad carbs good bad gremlins i didn't know there were good bad gremlins i didn't know there were good gremlins because technically the good gremlins are mogwai which is a different thing i don't know that he's necessarily talking about the movie gremlins though because there are actual things called gremlins that play pranks on people they seem bad i think pranking no, that's is bad. what i agree it, i seem to remember like a twilight zone where a black and white one with john lithgow right on the plane yep and there was mm-hmm. a gremlin right mm-hmm. okay and no one would believe him every single time i'm on a plane i think about that twilight zone with the gremlins thank you rod serling <laughs> Thank you, John Lithgow. You, you make me cry every time I'm on an airplane. Do you see it too? <laughs> yes. No, it's not the reason oh. I cry. But I think <laughs> Different reasons for crying. Mine's more about like perishing <laughs> my death. But at least I get on. The You're more with- likely to be killed by like a cow than die on an airplane. That's a statistical fact. I'm never going to Round Hill Park again. I love cows. The dad talking to him about orgasms during their heart to heart. I was I was weirded out by that. Yeah. But I thought Kumail's face and response very funny. Yeah. That moment of clarity after you orgasm. I don't get that. <laughs> Maybe it's a guy thing. <laughs> I don't. Yes. 
<laughs> no, I don't know what that is either. We'll have to ask our spouses later. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but nothing that I picked out was super unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was just things that I would don't feel like I would ever have happen in my life. Yeah, because we're not in the that kind of a world, right? The do- I felt like the whole doctor spiel was very believable. Mm-hmm. How like overwhelming it is to hear from multiple doctors with words you don't understand. Because I feel like that's true. They don't dumb it down. Because mm. a lot of them are too all in their own head. Like, you know, yeah, medical practice that they don't know how exactly to dumb it down. And if they're in a hurry, they don't have the time to figure it out either. Yeah. And since it was an emergency, it's not like she had a appointment. Here's a good question. Mm-hmm. In that situation, whenever he gets to the emergency room and then just like that, they have to intubate her and they have to have him sign off on it. And that doctor is basically like telling him, yes, you are the spouse or whatever. Would you lie and be like, okay, just sign it? Because I thought that was a really hard position to be in. Yes, because I think that if something happened and she was offended or her parents were offended or if she died and her parents were pissed, like he could be held legally responsible. Could he though? For that decision. Oh, if he signed. If he signed. If he signed. Right. Right. If he didn't sign and she dies, it's just guilt. Right. Not legal. Right. He wouldn't go to jail for it. Yeah. He would just feel like a terrible person for the rest of his life. Yes. So, so what would you do? I'd probably sign. Okay. Me too. If a do- like a doctor with an air of authority is like not yelling at me, but sternly telling me something and I'm unsure of myself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how old he was supposed to be in this movie. Kumail? Mm-hmm. let me let me google it oh here okay let's do it this way this movie came out in 2017 on their 10th anniversary so that means they were married in 2007 oh kumail's kind of older than i thought he was um he is 41 so then 31 he would have been 29 when they got married so roughly 27 26 27 28 yeah depending on how fast i kind of that checks out yeah i think so all the arranged marriage stuff and like the parents want them to get yeah. shit together yeah because i feel like they want well i don't know and i feel like that's a hard subject for you and i to talk about because we can't relate to that like the arranged marriage stuff and like no. like i don't know it seems like it sucks but well, and that's like the what he said struck me. He said, "What's arranged marriage to you is just marriage. It's just normal. That's what you do." Mm-hmm. Uh, but the procedures were crazy, and not really. It was the handing over of a picture and like an information card. Did they get one of him? I don't know. That's. And strange. A couple of those girls seemed really fucking cool. Yeah, that mm. the magic girl did. 
I was very impressed by that magic trick. I was too. <laughs> I was like, how'd you do that? Because she does all these stupid like magic dust, like the snapping and stuff. And so you're you like, oh, it's going to be like, yeah. But it was impressive. It was. And then the one who was had never been to Pakistan but spoke Urdu, she seemed totally with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I broke, I made a note down in my notebook about the Pakistani women um, and even like Emily. And I think, was he hitting on a bunch of girls or just that one he ended up sleeping with? I think it was just the one that they showed us. I think it was just the one after they broke up. All of the, I, I made a note that all of the women seemed too good for him. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, he got his shit together. I, maybe it's because I just know him, like on a personal level, we're BFFs. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I just really like him. No, I mean, I don't know a lot of his work. This is the first thing I've seen with him in it. And like I said, he seemed to grow throughout the movie. But at that moment when all this yeah. was happening, he did not have his shit together. Whenever they had that argument, I really did see both sides. Yes, it was very hard. But when he said, aren't you training to be a therapist? You should be able to handle this better. I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah, that was bad. Not very good tactical decision. <laughs> nope. Yeah. And the next thing he could have said was calm down. All <laughs> it over. You never tell your significant other to calm down. No. That will make them less calm. <laughs> you like maybe they're at like a seven, that'll dial it up to an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's pretty much all I got for unbelievability. We didn't even talk about it. <laughs> I think we had collectively like three or four. Well, because it's a true story. Like, what I are you know. gonna do with a true story? Is this one of the only rom coms out there that is a true story? The Notebook. <laughs> is that a comedy? I don't know. Seems just, more like a drama. Everybody dies in the end. I was just saying. Do you like that movie? No, I hate that movie. I remember watching it with you, dad, and mom. And at one point, I look around and everyone's crying. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is happening here? Was I crying? Yes. You're a liar. You were what? Like 16? Of course you were crying. Probably younger. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You had no emotional stability. (laughs) Your amygdala wasn't fully formed yet. You were irrational. Wait, what wasn't formed? Did you say my armadillo? I said the amygdala. Amygdala? Oh my God. (laughs) I'm keeping that in there. That princess amygdala. (laughs) My princess amygdala amygdala. (laughs) was amygdala. How do you say it again? Amygdala. And I was saying amygdala. (laughs) I like it better. Amygdala. I literally thought you said armadillo. Can you say it one more time? Amygdala. 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 Okay. I have absolutely no medical training. Um, Me too. <laughs> what the fuck was I looking up? Oh, true story romantic comedies. While you're sleeping? Is that true one? Is Absol- that based on? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We know some parts of it are believable. <laughs> but not all of them are comedies. Like Bonnie and Clyde. 
Ooh, yeah, probably not a romantic comedy. A beautiful mind. Mm. Boys don't cry. Mm. Not comedies. No. So maybe the only... There were a couple in there. It said like fever pitch. It could happen to you. I've never watched fever pitch. I'm not interested. I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore had good chemistry, which is shocking because they had great chemistry in that SNL sketch in the yes. in the hot tub. Yeah, lava, lava. Yeah, I I like both of them. I think Jimmy Fallon's hilarious and very yeah. cute. Yeah, and so is Drew Barrymore. I like Conan better. Yeah. Um, speaking of Conan, he hasn't been able to get haircut. Which is shocking to me. Like, as a celebrity, I feel like you'd be able to, like, just get somebody to your house or whatever. So he put this, like, I think it was, like, a minute thing on Instagram about how his hair is just absorbing the bad energy of COVID. And it's just, like, getting taller and <laughs> taller and weird. And it's it's something. You got to see it. I'll look it up when we're done here. It's very large. <laughs> And it's shocking to me. I think he's almost 60 and he's still got that bright, like still got that hair. Do you think he dyes it? I don't know. Is he really almost 60? I think he's 57. Wow. And I have a he very looks great. I have a very intimate knowledge of Conan O'Brien. He's your friend. You and Coco. Yeah. Me and Coco. Conan O'Brien age. He's 57 <laughs> on the dot. <laughs> yes. Um, we might have to like tug the rest of these drinks so we can get another one. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, obstacles, obstacles. I mean, there are some big ones. There are some really big ones. He's not honest with her about the expectations of his family and how he tries to make them happy. I guess I got to say, in defense of him, after you've known somebody for two months, I feel like that's still totally fine to just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, do I want to screw up my family dynamic for somebody that I've been dating with for two, like dating for two months? Because I don't think that's a long period of time. I think it depends on the relationship. However, like his, you can't see each other two days in a row was that it that was a joke but i guess it was for his parents or whatever maybe it was about seeing his but i don't know she called it a red flag so to me like i had also thought it was a joke but when she called it a red flag i guess it was not um so i i do i think that that was obstacle she almost died she was in a coma I mean, even if it's a good coma. It was a good coma. It's still a coma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long did you think she was in there for? Did they ever go into that? They did not. My impression was like a couple of weeks. What was okay. your impression? I thought it was like a week or two. But then I thought I read somewhere it was for like eight months. But that, I'm not on IMDb. I thought like when I first it first came out, it was like eight months. Let's talk about um, or let's go on um, Wikipedia because that's that's your go-to source for all factual information. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, his culture, 
her coma. Holy shit. So, sorry to interrupt you. When they began dating, she fell ill, put into a medically induced coma. Um, she recovered. And three months later, 12 months after meeting, they married. That's a very fast. So it doesn't say how long she was in a coma. So I'm going to Google it. <laughs> you keep that hard-hitting research up. Um, anything else? We said his family, kind of, in a roundabout way. Eight days. Oh, okay. That's shorter than what I thought. <laughs> Me too. Still scary. He, he had a lot of visitor passes <laughs> for eight days. <laughs> I guess that's part of the... Oh, yeah. The visitor passes. Um, I guess he would go and come back. Yeah. Five times a day. <laughs> for eight days. So he had 40, 40 visitor passes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess a little bit of dramatization. Um, how about like their careers? She's studying. She's in the master's program to be a therapist. So she doesn't want something serious. He's a comedian and an Uber driver. <laughs> Second movie he's been an Uber driver in. What was the first one? Stuber. What? Actually, the second one. Um, it was the one with Dave Batista, and he's Dave Batista is like a cop, and he has to order his very first Uber ever after getting LASIK surgery. And Kumail is his Uber driver, and basically they like go around together and they solve a crime together. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awful. It. Wasn't the best, but it was funny. I mean, like it's an entertaining watch. Okay, light. Mm -hmm. You don't need to attend to it fully. No, <laughs> better if you don't. No plot points are are missed <laughs> while you're looking at your phone for a second. But it was funny. Plus, I think Dave Batista's funny. I don't know who he is. You do. He's in Guardi blah, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's uh, Drax, the gray guy. Oh, okay. That's who he is, and he's also a wrestler. <laughs> That's how I know his name. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, I was looking on BuzzFeed the other day about pop culture pictures from 2000. Did you see that one? Uh-huh. With The, the Rock. Rock. Yeah. And his, like, gold pleather vest and pants. Mm-hmm. And his eyebrows are definitely waxed. So when I worked at Ponderosa. <laughs> nice. Good times. Yeah. Like everyone was super big into wrestling. So like the one cook, he would always do that. Do you smell it with the rocks? And he would do the eyebrow thing every like time, every shift. I would hear it three times. My friend DJ Sky for everybody's wedding does a whole like do you smell what the rock is cooking for everybody? Hey, I mean, I love it. I still have the video saved on my phone <laughs> <laughs> for hours. <laughs> and I think I might have another friend saved on my phone. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah. You can't go wrong with the rock. No, you can't. I'm, you were talking about getting some Terramana tequila. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to try it and not like it. I mean, I don't like tequila, so I'm not going to like it. Right. 
but I and think I it, feel like it would be disappointing to the rock if I didn't like it. Do you think we need to just get it and take a shot of it? Like a, a full, a, like a, do you see the people on Instagram just like sipping it? I'm like, what is this nonsense? I can't do that with any alcohol. No, I can't either. Maybe elderflower liqueur. Ew, that'd be <laughs> gross. On the rocks. Like a badass. <laughs> with your with your reading glasses and pearl <laughs> and pearl necklace. Yeah. Like an actual pearl necklace. <laughs> Are you talking about semen? <laughs> that kind of a pearl necklace? I am not. Gross. That came out wrong. Yes, it did. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, even Murphy groaned at that one. <laughs> My dog. They switched places. They did. Um All right. I'm gonna text Bernard that we need new drinks and we gotta finish these. Okay. That sounds great. Do you wanna put less pineapple juice in the second one just so we don't have to drink as much quantity? I'm not saying switch up the alcohol content, just like less liquid, less bloating. That's fine with me. Okay. I feel like it'll still be palatable. And if it's not, we can just add more pineapple. (laughs) Maybe it'll help with the layering. That's what I was going to say. Maybe it will. Like put it. Yeah. I got to, I got to get, get to the bottom here and see if I can taste my Midori. Could you taste any of it in your drink at all? No, I didn't think you could. There is like a little bit of alcohol taste at the bottom though, but I don't taste Midori. Just vodka. Like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, see? You have a layered effect for the last uh, yeah. <laughs> two sips. I have a half an inch of layer. <laughs> We're professionals here. All I tasted was less cranberry, more pineapple juice at the bottom. Yep, me too. Okay. Well, easy drinker. All right, back with new drinks. And Allison got a picture of a layer. It's a little layer, but it's a layer. I want to say it's maybe an eighth of an inch. It's enough that you can see it. It is. And then she poured some Midori on top of her drink. So I'm very excited. I I smell the melon. She loves Midori. Ever since that shot I made her do, that almost made all three of us vomit immediately. Mm -hmm. I think it adds something. All right. And I got a big cube, a big ice cube. I love big ice cubes. Me too. I have skull ice cubes. They're great. Are they in like the latex that makes them real easy to get out those? Yeah. And it makes it very detailed. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the macabre. So. <laughs> you didn't react to that at all. You just went I right past it. I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> um, less pineapple juice in this one and it tastes exactly the same. Not when you splash Midori on the bottom and then at the top again. Well, if you don't, it is exactly <laughs> the same. All right. So we finished obstacles. Now we're on to chemistry. That's great. 
It was great. And something that I was thinking about, do you think it would be tough to act out the true story of your, like, your, like, what am I trying to say? Your adventure with your actual spouse with, like, another person who's not your spouse? I guess it's acting. Do you know what I mean? I do. Were they able to make it so different that it was fine, I guess? I mean, I know it was based on it, but it seems like there were some a lot of liberties taken. And then if you wrote it with your spouse, does that make it okay? Because maybe that's what got him more emotional for those scenes because you could like feel it. You could. I'm trying, I remember reading something about it and like him getting emotional, but I don't remember what it was. So moving on. Yeah. I thought they had a great meet cute. Oh, I did too. I thought the meet cute was good. I did get upset um, when they broke up and he used his, this is your name in Urdu on another girl. I did get upset with him because I was like, no, that's what you did with Emily. Yeah. You can't do it with another girl, but it it worked. It did. Or him getting picked for like a comedian finals, which I didn't even know existed. Mm -mm. I didn't either. Or that worked. Um, I like the woohooing from Pakistan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, you're not from Pakistan. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. I thought she was really cute. She was. And I don't know if she's been in anything else, but she played the role well, and I thought that they had good chemistry together. They were able to do their one-liners really well. Um, Yeah, and it all seemed very real. Authentic, Authentic. if you will. Authentic, that's great. Um, I did get upset with her when they were at a party and they were drinking wine and she brought out her first marriage thing and she talked about how overwhelmed she was by him and he said it back and she got real weird. Yes. And then that minute, whenever she woke up at three that night to take a huge dookie, it made it seem like she was freaking out about that. Yeah. And I I thought there was going to be more drama with, that whole aspect of it, but it was not. Yeah. Um, did you look, did you see if she was in anything? Nothing that I recognized. Okay. Um, at all actually. So do you almost drop something? My phone, but I caught it with my knees at the very last second. Good job. Thanks. I liked the realness that their chemistry showed. Like again, based on a true story, but you were right. It did seem very authentic with all of their conversations and about, you know, stuff that you don't necessarily want to talk about, the fight that they had, the obstacles. I just think they did a really good job playing it. The dinner setups at, like, that the mom would put together, mm. they were awkward Mm -hmm. but it reminded me of my big fat greek wedding when her dad was doing 
I saw a dog walking in the reflection of the window. That's all. Okay. You, you creeped me out when Sorry. you did that. Sorry. Yeah. Just the parade of guys, the parade of women who yeah. came in, even though these women were much better than the men that dad brought in. Big, big fat Greek wedding. Um, One thing that I thought was strange, and I don't really know where this lies, but so I'm going to put it in here. Whenever she was talking about why she divorced her or wanted to divorce her first husband and she said I was in a restaurant and I I saw a couple making out and I realized I don't feel that way about my husband and I'm like well what does that mean because whenever I'm in a restaurant with my husband I don't want to make out with him because one it's a public place and that's gross and two I'm hungry <laughs> and I was like I feel like that's not a good reason to get a divorce. <laughs> so I hope there was more to it. <laughs> well, I doubt that one scene would have <laughs> driven her to alcoholism. At least I hope. But yeah, that was a f- pretty flimsy. Like, it would have been better just to say, like, you know, we didn't have chemistry or we ended up being better friends and better spouses. Like, some kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I don't know. I think you're like me. Like there's, you have a spark, but then you got to rely on friendship and trust and humor more so than that spark lasting forever. Relationships evolve over time. Yes. Yeah. So if that was a first date or a second date for a couple, they're going to be in a different place Mm -hmm. in a month and two months. Mm -hmm. And like five years yeah yeah so i i think that that was a weird reason Mm -hmm. as well but it worked out for everyone i guess this tastes like uh watermelon gusher Ooh, gushers are good i love gushers i haven't had them in forever no i buy them for my lunch sometimes when you're good feeling crazy (laughs) when you need a little treat yep yep um i thought the chemistry all around with the families, like Kumail and his family, great. Uh, Kumail and Ray Romano and Holly Hunter, obviously amazing. Mm-hmm. So good. I loved Holly Hunter in this movie. I liked that she was like a, rah, like kind of like a. She was tough. She was. She was a tough woman. Um, but I like that. She was defensive of her daughter, and then once she trusted Kumail enough, she was, like, defensive of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that that whole comedy show thing was kind of, like, nice in a way. Embarrassing, maybe, but mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, just to have someone else stand up for you mm-hmm. instead of just letting the moment pass awkwardly by, which, like you said, it was awkward, but at least he wasn't alone with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, unfortunately, something I could have seen happen. Yikes, me too. I betcha. Yeah. <laughs> Frat boys suck. They do. You could tell by the way. Well, obviously, it's a movie and they dressed him away that way he they wanted him to look. But like, I wonder who that was like in real life, because looking back on it, it was only two years ago, right? Mm hmm. I mean, three, I guess. Time flies. It does. I wish it was still 2019 and then we could be doing stuff. Not be locked in Wait a second. Wait a second. Weren't they dating? Who? 
the kissing booth people. You said that they don't like each other. I thought they were dating. No, um, Jacob Elordi and Zendaya. Zendaya. That's right. That's right. You're Which right. is the most gorgeous couple I could ever think of. Oh, absolutely. All right. I need to see if that frat boy was Jacob Elordi. No. You don't think? I don't know. I don't think so. Because it did kind of look like him. I have to go back to 2007. No, it was not. He did not do anything in 2017. I'm looking and seeing who it was. Okay, good. Racist heckler. (laughs) Uh, Spencer House. I have no idea who that is. Nor do I. He's in the society. And he... (laughs) This poor guy is just getting typecast. He was the douchey guy (laughs) in madam secretary in 2016 hey he he knows what he does well (laughs) be a douche yikes (laughs) Um. i really liked the scene between kumail and his father whenever they were talking no, it was his mother and his father, but his mother left and he stayed to talk with his father. You mean when they came to his apartment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then his stupid roommate goes, yeah, I didn't go anywhere. I was just listening. <laughs> was that Bo Burnham? Yes. Okay. No. No. Hang on. No, 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 no. Bo Burnham was the guy that he was going to move to New York with. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm mistaking him for somebody else. Um, that guy was Kurt Braunohler. Kurt Braunohler. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Oh, he was in Longshot, which you need to watch. We should do it on the podcast because Longshot with Charlize Theron and, um. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Seth Rogen. Yeah, that did look good. It didn't get, like, any traction, but it was great. None of these good movies do. Well, barely any of them do. So it's a shame. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for chemistry. Well, I want to talk about more of the families. I want to talk about how they went back to Emily's place. I think it was the first night and they like drank. Or no, this is after the stand-up. They went back to Emily's place and they drank together and they like were talking and looking at old pictures and oh 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 yeah 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 the with Terry and Beth yes and I really liked that and I also liked the end scene where Kumail's family comes to see him off but he's still kicked out but they gave him like the mutton biryani to take yeah. with him and goodbye forever but text me when you get to New York. Yeah, I thought that was great. And I thought that his reaction to being kicked out of the family and being like, I'm not going to let you do that to me. The cue cards. Yeah. That was good. And it seemed like the, I mean, the brother was there at his show. So I don't think the brother was going along with that. I really liked her meeting the brother at the end. Mm-hmm. Naveed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just like how the one family member married the Irish girl. <laughs> And they kicked him out, but they had a kid named Davi. (laughs) You mean Dave? (laughs) That was good. But, oh man, that speech that 
Camille gave to his dad like you wanted us to move to America but you don't want us to be like Americanized like what is that yeah I don't know something that we could never ever fathom no but it seemed to be good points and it helps maybe understand some of the culture clash Mm -hmm. of people especially like maybe students or younger people who are still finding themselves Mm -hmm. and like how do they I still know some people who well some I know like two people who are expected to have arranged marriages oh really Hmm. yeah so it seems very tough um but I kudos to them Mm -hmm. oh you gotta trust you gotta trust your parents (sighs) that would be tough could you do it could you have trusted them to pick out an appropriate person for you? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. You think you would have ended up with something very different than James? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Because the more time I spend with James, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Like, <laughs> my dad does that. That's weird. You know? <laughs> Do you ever have those moments with Bernard? Nope. Just total like opposite. I do not have those moments with Bernard. No. Although I can get away with a lot of stuff. I'm like, like test the waters. Like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this for me? Oh, I just got him from work. Can you do this for me? That's pretty nice. You just gave away your secret. Yeah, so I think that's the ultimate kind of, like, exercise and trust. Not that they have a choice, but... Yeah. But... I don't know. I'm sure it all well, works I mean, out. I guess Kumail had a choice. Like, he was meeting different women, and he could have chosen to go out with them further or not. You know what I think about as, like, a white person who has no experience with this? What like are you expected to have sex with that person on the wedding night? You know, or do you like are you able to just like wait until you get to know each other until you're comfortable? Like that's something that just blows my mind. I don't, I don't know. Mm, are we done with chemistry? I was still thinking about your whole like sex on the wedding night with somebody because, I mean, is it true? Like, if you don't consummate the marriage. But is that different between cultures? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. I just, in, if it was me, I just feel like it would be tears the whole way through. <laughs> tears. Beginning, I wake up, it's my wedding day, tears at the end. You'd be like that princess in Ever After. Oh. Span- was she Spanish? Princess? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was great. And then she like ran for that dumpy looking guy. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And she was absolutely gorgeous. Is that a romantic comedy? I say yes. I love that movie I so much. I love that movie too. I loved Do Gray Scott for the longest time until I saw, what is it? The second Mission Impossible where he's a bad guy. Yeah, I know he's a bad guy in one of them. And then it cured me. <laughs> and I was like, nope. I'm done. I'm done with you. Yep. No more. No more do gray. Is that how you say it? Do gray? I think so. All right. Um, yeah, chemistry, the the I think we're good. Okay.
I don't remember what comes after chemistry. Moment they fell in love. Which is kind of hard because I feel like time passes when we don't see it. There wasn't a single moment that stuck out to me. Okay, here's the question for you. Do you think that he loved her? Do you think they loved each other before they broke up? Yes. So you think he loved her? Yes. Okay. Why? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, just the amount of time that they were spending together, like on screen scenes, what they were doing together, spending so many nights together, talking about intimate things like poop. What do you think? I don't know. I I think maybe he didn't recognize that he loved her if he did. But I think once he got to know her parents, he fell in love with her or at least recognized he was in love with her. It was after the parents when he started to get to know her past more and was listening to those voicemail messages, that kind of stuff. He listened to the voicemail messages whenever she went into the coma. I think. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think it was a little bit before all of the shit with the parents. Was it? I thought it was before the 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 horrible stand up. It was. Good try, buddy. <laughs> no one's in there. <laughs> Good try. There he is. Your dogs can't hear. My dog can't see. <laughs> He heard murdered and he just ran into a dark room looking for him. <laughs> Came out immediately. I don't think it was that immediate. I think it was like a solid two seconds of looking around in the dark for your husband. Oh, he looks so sad. And he can't figure out that there's another way to get upstairs. Oh, but he can't open doors. Uh, so there is no way for him to go upstairs. Got it. My dog's not an asshole. Or a genius. <laughs> Those two can be synonymous sometimes, can't they? (laughs) Yes. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. I say that the moment she fell in love with him, or at least it was after, was when she told him about her first husband, because that's when she like Mm. was vulnerable with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's really good. That's a good call. Yeah, but. The more I'm drinking this drink, the more I don't like it. Really? Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. It has, I think it's the Midori, like with less pineapple juice, the Midori is coming through more and I do not like the taste. I like to know that I'm not just drinking juice. So I kind of like a little bit of the alcohol taste that's coming through on this. I like the alcohol taste. I like an alcoholic taste as well. You think two shots of vodka? Maybe. But there's something about this. You know what might be good with this instead of vodka is coconut rum. Ooh. I bet you this would go good with tequila too. Mm, I just. I'm not a tequila person. Yeah. I'm totally ruined on tequila. Yeah. I'll try a shot of it. Like of the Terramana. Just Mm -hmm. a little of the rock. Do we do like a shot or do we do the salt shot oh, the lime? Salt. Yeah. Yeah. Salt shot lime. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. 
Um, I did really like that noble punch that we made with tequila, though. I don't remember it. It was for the Lady Eve, and I think it was pineapple juice, bitters, club soda, and tequila. And it was really refreshing and kind of lighter. Mm-hmm. And the bald eagle. I think that was tequila and grapefruit. grapefruit. Yeah, Bernard liked that one a lot, too. Um, Do they stay together, you think? <laughs> do you think they get married and have successful careers together? Oh, that's As such comedians a and writers? Oh, I don't know. So apparently she just gives up therapy? Or do you think that was an added plot point? I don't know. It's a good question. Let's see what Wikipedia says. <laughs> it's very reliable. Do you think we have a Wikipedia page? Can somebody make a Wikipedia page about us as long as it's nice? As long as it's nice. <laughs> I that would be hilarious. We could probably make our own Wikipedia page. Emily Gordon is so cute. Like I like her bangs. She has a look with a like half of a shaved head. Like she looks so cool. No, we do not have a Wikipedia. I just wanted you to know that. <sighs> you ruined my I image know. of us. You had one? <laughs> no. Okay. What was I looking up? Um, if she was oh, a therapist, yeah, if she was therapist. supposed to be a therapist. She can pull off those micro bangs, mm-hmm. and I love micro bangs. But I would look like an asshole if I tried to do it. You would. I'm and, sorry. No, it's okay. I I don't I, think your forehead's big enough. You need to have a certain size forehead. And I'm not saying she has a big forehead. I'm just saying your forehead's really small. <laughs> <laughs> your forehead's really small. No, my forehead's bigger than yours. Yeah, your forehead is a little bit bigger than mine. Yeah. But not in a bad way. It's just really large. <laughs> <laughs> we both look good with regular bangs. I don't think you could do micro bangs. Either. No, I, I, don't I don't know. know. You Actually, you know what? I bet you, I think you had micro bangs at one point when you had your short hair and you would like curl them. Mm, yeah. When I you dyed have, your hair. Yeah red multiple colors <laughs> with yeah. kool-aid i thought you were giving me the middle finger no. <laughs> no. <laughs> she was a practicing therapist from 2004 to 2009 okay mm-hmm. thank you wikipedia mm-hmm. or yeah wikipedia it's wikipedia so reliable um iconic scene i feel like it's tough because i have two in mind one is just him and her, and one is him and the parents. Why don't you go? Because I have nothing in mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I know this was like a clip whenever it was like just released in the trailer, but whenever she calls an Uber and he like holds up his phone, <laughs> it's just so great. I love it. And then the other scene I see is whenever they're all sitting on the couch together and then Ray Romano's like smacking his legs. Oh, okay. That's and a good one. It's really awkward. Like Kumail's like all the way at the edge and then the mom's in the middle, like kind of still pissed off at Kumail and mm-hmm. the dad's real anxious. They're all anxious, but I like that. Yeah. I don't think there's a good scene with all of them together. Like at the party, they're all there, but like they're separated at the hospital. They're separated. So Yeah. Um, I think that I would have to go with maybe the comedy club scene with the parents when the mom mm. defends. 
Um, because like I said, I think that's when he realizes that he loves the family and her, and her. I hate to leave his family out of it completely, but I really don't see any kind of iconic scene with them. No, I don't either. But I don't see an iconic scene with him and Emily. Really? Yeah, I don't. It's the family. It's the family. Mm. He spends the majority of the time with the movie with them. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're the ones who kind of gave him the courage to stand up to his family or go his own way because they're so supportive of her and everything. Mm -hmm. And in turn, they became supportive of him. Over the course of eight days, not not the 12 weeks we were thinking. <laughs> Great movie, though. Very solid. Oh, absolutely. I would highly recommend this. Does it deserve the number two spot on this list? Maybe not as feel good. Maybe not as much comedy. I feel like we need to make our own list and publish it and it be law. <laughs> <laughs> law. Boom. This is the best rom-com list. Yes. We need to watch more, though. Yeah. I do like, you know, it's like a, I think it's like the only diverse movie that's on the list. This one, Inappropriate Behavior. Oh, right. But that was a bad movie. It was a. It was not a rom-com. I did not care for it. No, I didn't like it either because we didn't like any of the characters. Lots of boobs. Yeah, lots of boobs. That weird threesome. The latex yeah. lingerie yeah. suit. So awkward. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Not my fave. I do see why. Well, I think it was just nominated for an Oscar for Best Screenplay. Mm-hmm. But I think... And I know I like you're. I, I'm not obsessed with Kumail Nanjiani. Alice's, which is why I'm sad that she wasn't able to be on this podcast. But his acting is really good. Mm-hmm. Like his scenes where he was talking to his family, whenever mm-hmm. he was talking to Emily, the whole stand-up routine that bombed. Like it's very like emotional, and you really feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think he did a great job, mm-hmm. and I look forward to seeing him in something other than this movie. <laughs> What else has he been in that I can tell you to watch? Well, you said Silicon Valley. Yeah. And then the one with Dave Bautista. Yeah. I don't want that to be your only other impression of him, though. <laughs> uh, you can watch him on The Hot Ones. That's a good one. That's a. Did you watch the Jeff Goldblum one? No, not yet. God damn it, Marie. I, it's been really busy. Okay. I'm doing my best. I tried to watch Lovebirds, but it wasn't my fave, and I kind of stopped. Really? Wait, did you watch it? No, but I really wanted to. So Alice and I were watching it together while we were really hammered, (laughs) and it was the time that we fell asleep in my bed together whenever we started the movie, and we were like a half hour in, so maybe I should try it again. That's fair. Um... Hang on. I want to see. I think I just hear him. Like, I think the reason why I know him so much is just because he's always on podcasts. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he actually was in an episode of The X-Files. I did know that. Yeah. And I got really excited because I thought maybe it was one of the early ones. But no, it's when they came back on air. 
on the Hot Ones interview, there was a topic about how he got a picture with them, but he was really afraid to ask for it. <laughs> That's really cute. It is really cute. Um. Oh, he was in... Did you ever watch um, Dave and whatever need wedding dates? Yes. He was the masseuse. I do not remember that. that. Made the per- you don't remember that? I do not remember that. Where he that. was like rubbing his butt on her butt and making her orgasm? I do not remember How that. How do you not remember that? That's like the only thing I remember from this movie. That and um, Aubrey Plaza fucking Adam Devine, Divine mm-hmm. where she's bending him over? I do remember that. And I was kind of wondering how that like, works. What is, what is going on here? <laughs> Final thoughts here. I have a couple. Give me one. I really liked his high school picture where he said he wasn't going to smile because of Hugh Grant and the floppy hair. <laughs> yes. Uh, I wrote... I love the Hugh Garrett reference. Rom-coms, full circle. Everything is rom-coms because that makes sense. Uh, I love some of the one-liners in this. Um, He talked about... uh, He's like, if a serial killer fucked an inspirational speaker. I love that. Um, I also... The mom had a couple good ones that I did not write down. And... There was another one. Um, when she has the cannon, he says, I heard pimp and <laughs> I like that. Um, I also thought the dad joke with the drafts was funny. Oh, I didn't think it was funny. I mean, it was funny because it was so bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like whenever they were talking, like his family was talking about how much they sacrificed and how he had to get his degree again and take another test and he was like they called me father time because (laughs) i was so old (laughs) and that was really good yeah i like that as well yeah there were some definite funny one-liners in here Ooh, i liked the bag of devotion that he gifted her at her party Mm -hmm. and i was like how could you not take him back at that point I mean, you're just coming out of a coma. Like the jar of the, the jar ashes. of ashes of the Pakistani women. <laughs> it was creepy. Looking. It was. That was a lot of pictures too. Yeah, because it was it was a full mason jar of ashes, like not one of those tiny mason jars you can get jam in, but like a big mason jar, like a giant jar of spaghetti sauce. Yes, a good good call. Yep, I have a lot of those, and I never want to throw them away because we can't recycle glass, so they are used to store random things in my kitchen. I don't like throwing stuff away, like that can be recycled. Tell me what's one thing you're storing in a spaghetti sauce jar? Brown sugar. Fair. And I'll tell you another thing. Whenever I get a pasta box... And I'm making pasta and I don't want to use all of the pasta, but I have like random elbow macaronis left over or something like that. All of the extras go in one of those jars. And so sometimes I'll just have a mishmash of pasta. Okay. You do you. I will. 
Do you want me to save my spaghetti jars for you too? No, I don't need any more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was a great ending. I was that was gonna be my next one. It was a very cute ending. Sorry to ruin it for you. No, that's okay. I like that we were on the same page with that. Are we literally on the same page because we're both on our last page? <gasps> Gasp. I have a little bit less strength than you, I think, because my big cube. You do have a big cube. Um, I also like the pictures and the credits mm-hmm. and how they were able to have a wedding with both yes. families. Yeah, the, like both cultures kind of mm-hmm. were represented in the wedding. Yeah, so did I. Yep. Yes. So I'm done with my final thoughts. Okay. Do you have anything? I just gave like five. I agree. I gave one (laughs) and I agreed with one. You stole mine. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a, it's a nonfiction rom-com. What do you want me to do with this? Um, should we talk about how jacked Kumail is now? Do you know about this? Yes, I did see it and it's crazy. I feel like every single actor that does that basically says how all of the happiness in their life has gone. <laughs> like, I love how real Chris Pratt is about it. Like, oh, well, I just stopped eating anything I love. <laughs> yeah. I I know I told you about the whole, like, down to earth with Zac Efron kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, like, the last one that Bernard and I watched, it, must, it was probably, like, episode three. But it's about like they go to a blue zone and a blue zone is like an area with a lot of centarians. I don't know what that means. Like people over 100 years old. Oh. To like study. Like there's just I think there's like six to eight areas in the world where there's just a high concentration of them. Whoa. So doctors go there to study like the commonalities crazy and it was very interesting and I'm, i want to see if there's like a book out on that okay to see what does that have to do with food because they talked about on there like people getting jacked what do you eat a lot of okay you eat a lot of protein right mm-hmm. so their whole thing was eating protein or too much protein is actually really bad for you and you should not be eating that much meat great so my diet of carbs is better than too much protein. <laughs> is that what we're saying? That's what I'm taking from it. But so, but they do talk like it was Sardinia. Okay. So they do eat a lot of pasta there, but they also eat like a lot of beans and things that are locally grown. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that has a lot to do with it, eating stuff that's like locally grown. I would say so because if it's locally grown, it's going to be less processed, so less mm-hmm. chemicals maybe. I'm so jealous. I have somebody, they're not a neighbor, but I always pass their house whenever I'm going to work. Um, they have this amazing vegetable garden in the front of their house that they just started at the beginning of the quarantine. Mm-hmm. And they like they built it up. It's all partitioned off and it's just so cool. I think the front of the house is a really weird place for that. Maybe the backyard just didn't have the space. Or the sun, maybe? like. Ooh, maybe the sun. That yeah. might be it. I wish I could do that, though, but I don't have the patience or the time, really. 
like to go out and water it and maintain it every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe one day. Retirement. My lavender's blooming again. It's great mm. news. How does it smell? Not that fragrant. <laughs> or maybe I'm just around it all the time because it's in my kitchen and I don't really smell it. Yeah. I don't know. But it's pretty. Good. You'll have to send me a pic. I will. There's only like two blooms on it right now. Okay. I think the trick was cutting it back. I read the directions like five times. It was like after the blooms have have gone or after they're done cut it back 50 percent. yeah our cilantro did not go well remember i sent you that picture i think i told bernard i was like i think you have to trim it you know what though whenever i had cilantro it was i planted it at the beginning of summer i think it was a couple summers ago and i think it doesn't do well in extreme heat because i swear mine got sunburnt and it just like shriveled up and died. Okay. Because I think it just got burnt to a crisp. Okay. And that happened to my basil. And then I moved it to partial sun. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm new at this. Hey, but if it works, it works. Yeah. My basil really came back. Bounce back. Mm-hmm. Water. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Um, so martini glasses. You give it a four. I'm chugging my drink. But yes, I give it a four because it was very serious. It was very serious. I give it a four because I give it a four because it was too real. Uh-huh. So I it wasn't the escape that I typically look for in a romantic comedy. I will absolutely watch this movie again and I enjoyed this movie, but it's not the lighthearted just throw it on whenever you're like you need something to yeah right it's heavier mm-hmm. um if you haven't seen this movie please watch it because it is great mm-hmm. don't let the four out of five make you think that it's not great because it is um and it is free on amazon prime yeah if you have amazon prime uh please rate review subscribe we're on twitter yep at toasty rom-coms nope nope that's instagram <laughs> I got them mixed up in my head. It's okay. Uh, Twitter is at a toast. Do I even have to say the at? I don't know. I do at a toast to rom-coms. And then Instagram is at toasty rom-coms. Like, is yeah. the at just like assumed? I don't know. I'm almost 40. I don't know either. And I'm just 30. I, I go at. It's less confusing. An at. An at. An ampersand. Nope. That's, that's different. That's and. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, please. Just rate, rate and review, please. Rate, review, rate, review, rate, review. That would be Takes awesome. Literally a second. Maybe two if you're finding our page. And we so appreciate those of you who have already done it. Yes. Um, our next movie, I'm not positive what we're gonna do i think we're leaning towards the first kissing booth right i think so it's it's a toss-up i don't want to i don't want to wait too long though because i know that the kissing booth 2 just came out Mm -hmm. and we want to do that franchise is that a franchise if there's two i don't know we called think like a man a franchise so i thought that was in comedy like i thought that was like in jest 
I don't know. Is a franchise more than three? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Why? <laughs> I don't know. How many movies does it take to be a franchise? I don't know. I'll check Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please make a Wikipedia for us. <laughs> please. I think that's like a bucket list thing. So I could die happy if I know that somebody has made a Wikipedia for Toaster Rom-Coms. <laughs> what would they say? Yeah, so, I mean, we have one more movie on our list. It's It Happened One Night, which is an old one. But I think we're just going to go with the pop culture flow right now and maybe do Kissing Booth, TBD. Yeah. There are some film series on here with just two, so maybe two can make a franchise. Is it the is the mummy one of them? It is not, but I did see the secret life of pets, so I'm sure the mummy couldn't be far behind. <laughs> uh so yeah, kissing booth. If we just change our minds, maybe we'll remember to post it somewhere. Probably not though. Probably not. Yep. Until then. Watch up. Drink up. And Cheers. Cheers.